Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, hat on, suit on, looking like the captain. Giving them all dress like a million bucks. Bucks, things in its cups. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah,
Everybody, you are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey <laughs> got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. You know what, y'all? I mean, really, the goodness of God is overwhelming if you think about it. I mean, really, really think about it. Even when your circumstance doesn't look so bright, even when you're going through something that's causing you discomfort pain, even in that, God's goodness is actually overwhelming because don't forget why you're going through this moment. First of all, this too shall pass, but also secondly, remember, man, ain't everything else that you've gone through that seemed so insurmountable at the time, didn't you get past that too? I mean, it's amazing if you really think about it. You don't get stuck on any one issue your whole life. The only people that get stuck on an issue their whole life is people who won't let it go. That's really all it is. There are people who exist, and you may be one of them. Oh, please know I've been guilty of it myself before. But I learned something. There are things in my past that I just would not let go of. It, It was done. It was over with. I was past it. But I, I would not let go of it. It was over. The the dude that did it to me didn't exist no more. The problem that it created didn't exist no more. The only problem that kept hanging on was I would not let it go. And man, you can't go forward if you're going to keep looking in the past. It's an impossible thing. It's like driving a car. If you keep looking only in the rearview mirror while you're driving, you're going to crash pretty soon. And a lot of people just keep crashing over and over and over and over because you won't drive your car. You keep looking in the rearview mirror at the past. Oh, woe is me. Oh, you know, they did me like that. You know, I ain't been the same since he cheated on me. Oh, man, ever since she stole my money, I ain't been the same. Man, she played me, and ever since that, I done treated women differently. You may have some deeper stuff going on, like, but eventually, guess what? Do you understand that when you have a relationship God with God, you can take that to him, too, and drop it off and leave it there? Do you know that he can fix and heal that? Maybe it's something serious like that that you need fixing or healing from. A relationship with God can fix and heal that. But man, come on, y'all, whatever it is, and I'm not trying to downplay it or make it act like it wasn't traumatic in your life because, oh, God, you don't want to, you know, you don't want nobody to do that to you because you want to be the, the, you know, the um, poster child for misery. So please don't let me take that from you. If that's your position, that's your Hall of Fame card you hanging on to. I'm the poster child for misery. Oh, no one is more woe than me. Then please don't let Steve try to take that from you. 
you go ahead and hang on to that. But let me tell you something, though. If that's what you're going to hang on to, that's what you're going to always be, the poster child for misery. At one point in time, you're going to have to get on and move past it. You Sometimes, man, it's merely a simple thing of taking it to God and leaving it there. You know, some people don't have money for therapy. Some people don't even know who to call for therapy. God is the best psychologist in the world. He can fix it for you. There is nothing too hard for God. You know, when something seems impossible, y'all, God does the impossible all the time, every day. You want to know how I know? I just look at a couple basic things. Do you know that that sun comes up every day in the morning? It comes up in the east and it sets in the west. You can't do nothing about that. Oh, you can you can wish because you planted your flowers on a certain side of your house. You can wish all you want. Then maybe one day he would bring it up out the northwest so those flowers would. No, no, it's going to come up out the east. And once the sun hits the horizon, when you look in the water, like if you ever out in L.A. and you see the sun going down, once the sun, once you can visually see the sun touching the horizon, you have three minutes. You have exactly three minutes. You can sit there with your watch. You can time. You have three minutes and it's gone. Three minutes is gone. I read that somewhere and then I went and tried it. It's gone every day. If if it's clear enough, not cloudy, once the sun touches the horizon on water, you got three minutes. When the wind blows, you can't do nothing about it. He can bring it from the northeast. He can bring it from the west. He can bring it from the south. He can bring it hard. He can bring it cool. He can bring it hot. It's certain things that God do. God does the impossible all the time. How those stars sitting up there? How how can you find these constellations? The Big Dipper, the Little Dipper, Orion the Hunter. Oh, that's God. That's God. Ain't nothing you can do about it. You can't reach them stars. You can't shoot at them. You can't move them out the way. Orion the Hunter's belt is going to beat them three stars at an angle. You, you, can, you can call it what you want to call it. It's still, that's what it is. See, he does the impossible all the time. He created heaven and earth. You're saying that God can't get you through your past. Somebody did this to me. It's the worst thing. I had the worst childhood of anybody. God can't get you past that. He can move heaven, mountains, earth. He can form the Grand Canyon. He can make the water come over Niagara Falls 24-7. He can't fix your little bitty past, yours. It's amazing how people make their problems bigger than God. Somebody told me one time, stop telling God how big your problems are and start telling your problems how big God is and go on with your life. Quit driving your car looking in the rearview mirror. Ain't nothing back there but your past. And if it was hurtful or painful or something you just felt like you can't get over, take your problems to God and leave them there. You hear the old spiritual, all you've heard it. Take your burdens to the Lord, leave them there. You hear it all the time. But you think that applies to everyone but you? Come on, man. There are a lot of people out there going through much worse than you have and have overcome it all. Why won't you take the step to overcome your past so you can get on with driving your car and see where God trying to take you? But it's a trick of the enemy. The enemy tricks you from seeing your future by having you constantly looking in your past. Man, it's a trick of the devil. If the devil just let you quit, if he would just let you get to driving your car and look out into your future, your future shows hopefulness. 
You, you have hope when you see the future. But he can keep you in misery if he keep you looking at your miserable past. God looking for you, man. God would love to hear from you. Let's spend some time talking to God today. Hey, God, what's happening? It's me. I know I ain't talked to you in a while, but and I feel bad about that, but I need you. He know that. Everybody should say that prayer all the time. It's cool. All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective, from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show again. Without further ado, I'm glad. I'm grateful. I appreciate God for waking me up this morning, giving me another chance, another shot, another shot at it to make my dreams come true, to fulfill my mission in life. To finish up, I'm I'm really sitting here just waiting to see what all God got for me. Because I'm telling you right now, it's got to be something big coming for us right now. It has got to be. I'm just sitting here waiting and holding on. And you ought to understand that now. Whatever you're going through, man, whatever you're going through is preparing you for what you ask God for. So let's get it on. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm shining, shining, whoa, I'm shining. That was a good time for a gospel song. That was it. Shining. <laughs> By Sister Arnell Peterson. Shining. That was her favorite song. Shining. I am shining. Shining. Brightened up by God. That was Sister Arnell Peterson's favorite song. She the only one who knew it because she wrote it on the way in. <laughs> Ain't nobody no shining but Sister Arnell Peterson. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica Jr. Government name, Kill Spates, and the legend that is the fisherman from the <laughs> north. From the north. From the north. Gentlemen, the legendary nephew, Tommy. Well, uh, y'all, here's the deal today. We're going to do the regular show right now. As promised, because that's what we do. We have an entertainment, motivational, uplifting show, informative, sprinkled with ignorance from time to time. And then today, uh, later on, uh, we're going to get into some things on the strawberry letter. Mm-hmm. Y'all been yeah. sitting there waiting all weekend. The waiting is over. We're going to do a strawberry letter. It's going to be live this morning. 
Yes. The only difference between this letter is at 7 a.m. Central Time, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Only good thing about this letter is I don't have to print this one out. <laughs> Ain't nobody got to ask me, Steve, you got your letter printed? No, hell no. I'm living That's it. behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm in the damn letter. I we is the damn letter. I'm sitting up and finally, you know, all these years I've been thinking, man, did I write this strawberry letter? Well, you can quit thinking today. Yep, your ass is the strawberry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Junior, what's yeah, going man. on with you today, man? Well, Unc, you know, man, I, you know, this morning, Unc, you really did me wrong, man. I don't know how to feel about myself right now, cause you know, you talked about me, my hairline. You talking about I got to come in here every day and watch my hairline go back. And it really, really hurt me right there. Because now I know now my headline is going back and you watching it every day. Every well, it's day on the Zoom right now, Junior. Yeah. Anybody that's watching you this know Zoom. Going back? No, it's like, fine to me. Oh, okay. See, that's because it's gradual. <laughs> yeah. But see, if we don't see you for two days, we can see an inch. Quarter inch movement. <laughs> like right now, really it's behind me. your headsets right now. <laughs> See, you really hurt me. Yeah, but it's okay, though, Junior. Yeah, me I'm and Tommy, it. we dealt with it. Yeah. yeah, it's time. Walk towards the light. You got to right. walk towards the light because the headline is walking back. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, uh, we'll hear from Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam and church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for church complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. Mm, this morning, we gather ourselves uh-huh. in the most prosquivious way. Come on here now. As we dovelate <laughs> down the road of exaltation. Exaltation. And as we back down the road of memorization. Uh-huh. Contemplation, yeah, and sometimes constipation. Uh, uh, I don't know how you got to, we uh. difolate. <laughs> Come on, difolate. Break that down if you would. Well, if you difolate, that's better than dying for early. <laughs> See that there? See that there? Boy, that boy's a genius. Uh huh. Them words right there, you got to know how to use them. Come on, uh, Deacon. All right, let's get down to business here. We had a new member join the church uh, Sunday. We are so proud. Coco Golf joined our great church on Sunday morning. Yes. Yes, and she wants to lead a ministry called Backhand the Haters. Uh, Members would be given tennis rackets, and she would teach them how to backhand the haters, all right? But this needs your approval. Now, the only problem we have is if them backhand haters ministry get with them uh, uh, folding chairs, we're going to really have a problem, Pastor. But that's on you if you want to allow backhand well, the haters. Uh, mm. We're going to allow anything uh, Sister Golf wants to do. I watched mm-hmm. the tennis tournament, and they handed her her winning check. Yes. Of yes. three million dollars. That's faster. According to my calculations, right after she joined the church, yeah. that should be three hundred thousand to us. <laughs> Off the top. Ten <laughs> percent. So right. she can be uh the backhand ministry, the forehand ministry. <laughs> if she cut this check, uh-huh. she can be the minister. <laughs> <laughs> 
You leave? Uh, what? Uh, uh, you, you know how she can serve. She can serve. Serve. Well, choir. What, what, what she want to do? Show love that victory, though. Thank you. Like, all right. Uh, here's another issue, Pastor. Brother Norris Fleming. Brother Norris Fleming came home early from work last week. Uh, he was feeling good and told his wife a joke. Now, the joke must have been good because a man under the bed started laughing. <laughs> turns out, <laughs> turns out it was Brother Tisdale uh, that's over the senior choir. Bell is 10000 for Brother Fleming and Brother Tisdale is in ICU. Uh, do we want to bail out Brother Fleming? <laughs> no, we're not going to be able to bail out Brother Fleming. And we won't be visiting uh, Brother Tisdale. Uh, I noticed he was on the sick and shut-in list. Yeah, he he yeah he got uh, beat pretty bad. I was up at the hospital. Uh, coincidentally, mm. I walked past the room and I noticed the clipboard said Charles Tisdale. Yeah, but I looked in and I guess uh, Norris had whooped his ass so bad I didn't I didn't recognize Brother Fleming. So yeah, I, I know he's mm -hmm. in there. And I walk, mm. I walk past uh Tisdale room, but I didn't even recognize him. So yeah, he won't be out no time. So what they no. Mm. Oh, he 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 whooped him something something. Well, terrible. from what I understand, he jumped he jumped on that bed up and down two or three times before he actually got out from under that bed. So it it you know he was up yeah. under there. Mm. Mm. One thing about it, damn sure wasn't funny no more. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <I'm, laughs> Uh, here's another situation that's going on in the sanctuary, and I don't know if you know nothing about this. Sister Juanita put the air in the sanctuary on 50, and the, yes. uh, the thermostat is stuck. Uh, it's her hot flashes again. Now, Brother Nelson has put a space heater underneath his pew, and now everybody is fighting to sit next to him. You're going to have to fix this. Well, there's really nothing I can do now, is it? Nothing. The, the thermostat is stuck on 50. Yeah. Uh, all of our older sisters in here is loving it because yes, it's controlling the hot flashes. Oh, uh, uh, brother, uh, brother just got the space heater under his chair. I don't really know what we're going to do about this here. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a fine opportunity to raise some money for the church. We're going to be passing our jackets and scarves next Sunday <laughs> for $4. <laughs> a jacket scarf rental for $4. Rental? You know, you, you, with the rental, you got to give them back because you're going to need them at $4 for rental. You know, we're going to raise nice money off this hill. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Look at God. Look at God. Look at God. Let All go. right. Uh... I think you might be able to talk him out of this. Brother Mason keeps staring at his wife, Lucia. Uh, she asked him, why do you keep looking at me like that? He said the doctor told him to keep an eye on his blood pressure. They've been married 52 years. He now wants a divorce. He say he would, uh, he'll live longer without her. Please, Pastor, if, please talk to him. Now, that is a true statement. <laughs> I have been in one of those before, personally myself. Mm, mm, mm. I had all that high blood pressure, cholesterol, uh, A A one C number was high. Yeah. Uh, cortisol levels was high. Yeah. You know all of that. So you know, and uh, an amazing thing happened the day of the divorce. Yeah. Healed. Right mm, good there. Good God, I'm not. Good God, Lord, <laughs> Wasn't nothing wrong with me.
I could see better. I quit wearing reading glasses. Everything. Blood pressure got normalized. A1C number dropped. Cortisol numbers got in line. Red blood and white blood count level out. Hormone balance got straightened out. Lost all my sleep apnea through that CPAC machine away. Your knee joint pain got better. Hey, I stopped using Motown. preparation H. I was just having an outbreak of hemorrhoids. They went away. Okay. Everything. Hey, <laughs> glory for the dog. All right. Thank you, Reverend Motown, Get Reverend off. Dr. Motown, hey. and Deacon Def Jam. Coming up next, it is Ask the Chief Love Officer. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, 83-year-old Al Pacino is in a custody battle over his three-month-old child after his relationship with the 29-year-old mother falls apart. Jimmy Fallon, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll talk about it. Jimmy Fallon apologizes to his staff for being a toxic boss. And Carla will be here with some music news. That's all coming up at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO. We're going to Logan in Oxford, who writes, My fiancé got drunk and admitted that he did a full background check on me and said everything checked out. He said he has (laughs) trust issues. I got an attitude and left. The reality is I did one on him, too. Should I admit that I checked him out, too? Yeah. Y'all just start your relationship off with honesty. See, ladies, you Uh, can't get... Listen, start your relationship off with honesty. Y'all the one says y'all would tell me the truth. Then he tell you the truth. Now you mad you leaving. That's why we lie. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I knew you were going to say that. See, if he'd have lied like like I told him to. Lord. Now, now she done wrote in now. Mm -hmm. See, all this could have been prevented Mm -hmm. had he just lied. Just lied. Just lied. All this could have been prevented. But oh, no. And then, because, listen to me, dog. They lie. They want the truth. So they can act a fool. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Tell it. Tell it. (laughs) Tell it. (laughs) Let it flow. (laughs) Let that laugh flow off your lips like honey. (laughs) Moving on to uh, Simeon Charlotte, uh, who says, My husband loves oxtail stew because one of his ex-girlfriends used to make the best, okay? That is according to him. He decided to make it for himself last Sunday, and he called her, his ex-girlfriend, in front of me for her recipe. He doesn't understand why I'm mad at him. How do I get him to understand how foul it was to call her? Uh, only one thing. You know, you know how you can fix it. All you got to do is stay mad. That's all. You ain't got, you ain't and got then to, what's going to happen? Just stay mad. How you going to get him to understand? Stay Man, <laughs> he just wanted the ingredients, dog. That's all. He just, That's all he wanted. <laughs> but how stupid are you? How much do them oxtails mean to you? To you. <laughs> yes, that you done told her she make the best, and then call her to get the rest. These some old ass people right here. Okay, this right here. <laughs> all, all, everybody in this is over fifty. First of all, who the hell you know that's in their forty that even know how to make oxtail? <laughs> well, who do you know? I'm not in my forties, but I certainly don't know how to make it. 
Oh, you can't make well, I know how to make them. I, and I, baby, make some oxtails. Yes. Are they One more time. Crazy? Here is my statement, and I stand on it. Who All right. You know. It's uh, a 40-year-old know how to make oxtails. What are you saying? I did, I, my question is, who you know that's in a 40 that know how to make oxtails? Especially saying from they're Jamaica. Too young. It's You're saying they're too young. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's 20 some some Jamaican. 20 some yes. young. Yes. But that. Steve, you're saying they're too young to know how to make oxtails. I'm just, uh, I'm just, mm. a, give me the person's name. <laughs> that's all. See, it's all kinds of people. Who? Uh-huh. I, 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 I understand exactly what y'all saying. What y'all saying could be very factual. Uh-huh. Here the, here's, here's, the, here's the standout statement y'all need to adjust to. Our <laughs> ass ain't in Jamaica. I don't know why y'all, how y'all ain't seeing this here. Uh, okay, can I say this? When I was 40, I knew how to make oxtails. How about that? I'm not 40. See, I didn't want to. I, I ain't go there. But I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not 40, yeah, but I know yeah. I knew. Well, let me ask oxtails. you something, though. Let me ask you this, though. What? Is your oxtails better now it's than before? You know, she's uh-huh. in her 40s. I could cook. It's the same. They was <laughs> sure, good. Well, Carl, I know now. you can cook. Tostin told us that. Yeah. <laughs> Marjorie I'm... can cook. Okay. Well, let's just stop right here. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Let's just stop. You're going to leave it alone. Let's leave this alone. Let's go on. Move on. Because there's some people on this Zoom that ain't even going to open their damn mouth. (laughs) Now, Tommy can grill. Tommy can cook, too. Tommy can grill. (laughs) Oh, it ends. You don't think I can cook up? Nah, nah. Oh. All right. I can barbecue. But you put me in that kitchen with pots and pans and oh, you different things. Oh, you can't cook. You can't cook. Okay. I, I, eggs. Breakfast. You know. Breakfast. I can make breakfast. I can make, you know. Well, we know salad. you can make breakfast because you, you, okay. you, you did that on the yeah, half. I did. In the studio. Quite a few yes. years. Yeah. I could do that. So I, I ain't worried about that. Work. I know how to make spaghetti. Oh, yeah. That's you know. Okay. All right. You know, I can make hamburgers and stuff like that. You know, oh. but now when you're off in the bacon, chicken, and all like that, mm-hmm. I can get it in there, but I don't really know when to take it out. <laughs> <laughs> Not really sure. We're going to have to take it out three, four times. We're going to have to cut it open. Uh-oh, still bleeding. Put it back. Oh, God, it's still raw. <laughs> yeah, you know, it hey, need a little more time. <laughs> I don't really know the exact time of that. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're we're moving on to um, Kira and Tyler. Kira says, "My son and his new wife are staying with me, and they're having a lot of sex." I don't want to hear that. So, am I supposed to talk to my daughter-in-law, or am I supposed to talk to my son about this? I'm ashamed. You ashamed of what? <laughs> they're doing it in the house, and she can hear it. What are they supposed to do with that? <laughs> well, not didn't in her you house. Just, well, didn't you just say your son uh-huh. is his new wife is staying uh-huh. at y'all's house? Mm-hmm. You do remember how you got in. the son, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> they in there letting it go. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. Now you mad because it ain't happening for you no more. <laughs> 
hating? Is that what it is? Oh, that is hate. That ain't nothing but hate. Well, let her but know. Uh, boy, in that beard, huh? Let her know a grandbaby on the way. <laughs> yeah, it could be an upside. It's an upside to yeah. They're working on it. Congratulations. She's saying they're having a lot. Yeah. She doesn't want to hear it. They're having a lot. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I know what they feel like. You know, That's good. Mm-hmm. They're young and married. Yeah, you know, ain't no yeah. lot no more. You know. But why is she ashamed, though? Why is she ashamed? Because, see, it's, it's drumming up some other feelings. Come on. Oh. It ain't all that hollering and all that. Mm. Oh, she remembers when. Because she catch herself sometimes. Go ahead, boy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> not, not from the side. All right. <laughs> Thank you, CLO. <laughs> Steve Harvey Nation, listen up. We want to remind you about a very special live strawberry letter today. It's coming up at 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Uh, it's going to be with Steve and I. We're going to talk about everything that's trending right now. We're going to talk about it. You don't want to miss it. Also coming up at the top of next hour, entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Well, this comes as no surprise. 83-year-old Al Pacino and his 29-year-old girlfriend are in a custody battle for their three-month-old baby. Now, according to numerous sources, the couple split up, but reps close to Al Pacino are saying that despite the custody battle, they're still romantically involved. The child's mother is filing for full physical custody, but will allow Pacino to have regular visitation with their child. She did not request child support, but she did ask Al Pacino to pay her legal bill. He no good and hell well. What? He got to get his woman custody of his baby. Yes. The Why? baby. How old is the baby? Three the baby's three months old. How old is Al Pacino? He's 83. Where are we going with this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this baby. This baby is hoping. Her daddy make the kindergarten graduation. <laughs> if that. This baby 
<laughs> is hoping that her daddy even be here to take her to school. <laughs> he know good and hell well he need to stop fighting for custody and get his... Now, listen to me. Uh-huh. These people that's dropping up this reports that they still haven't said. Mm-hmm. Now, listen. She 29. 29, baby. If she's not asking for child support, it's because there's a financial arrangement already in place. Mm-hmm. Ain't no 29-year-old girl married no old-ass 80-year-old man uh-huh. unless it's some money somewhere. Yeah. Why would you marry for love if you 27 and he 80? Because she's 29 now and uh-huh. he 83. Why would you marry for love if you 29 and he 83? What's love yeah. got to do with it? Yeah. How, how many, how much love you think is going to be here? Mm. <laughs> you know, like when you took them vows and they said to death do us part, you really had to have a date in mind. <laughs> you had to be thinking, Max. <laughs> you really, when the man said, till death do you part, you said, yeah, I can hang in there. What we oh, talking yeah. about? Yeah. Five, four. Six, six, <laughs> ten max. <laughs> I got ten years. I'm 27. I got ten years of my life. I'll be 37. He'll be gone. I'm gonna have all this here. Yeah. It's 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 an investment plan. It's a return on investment. Mm-hmm. It's like going to college to be a lawyer. You go four years of college and four years of law school. You invest all that money and time to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're a young girl, you're 27 and you marry an 80 year old man. You know you got to invest some time before you get to here. She can figure out, yeah. start over in my 30s, and I'm having, I'm having some millions. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's the physical part. He sh- she really should just take the baby, because the physical part going to throw Al. This baby what? can escape Al on a crawl. He 83. <laughs> <laughs> Al ass going to have some problems catching this baby. <laughs> that, that damn baby going to get away on a crawl. Where, where the baby? Ellie <laughs> seen the baby in three days. Yeah, like Tom right. said, he a rich ass baby. Probably got it driving everything. Come on, let's go. Yeah, we're going to Toys R Us, Daddy. Be back. All right, m- moving on to uh, some some more shocking news. Jimmy Fallon, host of the Tonight Show, has been accused of being drunk at work and throwing quote hissy fits on the set. In a Rolling Stone report, Tonight Show staffers say that Fallon created a toxic work environment environment on the set. Two current employees and 14 former employees were involved in the report. One said there were good Jimmy days and bad Jimmy days and Fallon apologized to his staff on a Zoom meeting, reportedly saying, quote, sorry if I embarrassed you and your family and friends. I feel so bad I can't even tell you. I want the show to be fun and it should be inclusive for everyone. It should be funny. It should be the best show, the best people. So that's what Jimmy Fallon had to say and uh, it should be noted that the former staffers are being ridiculed by by the current staffers because uh, they're saying it's not true they're just saying they're ex-staffers so they're a little bitter that's usually the case mm-hmm it wasn't the band. I tell you that. He wasn't messing with the band. Was love and them. No, it wasn't them. No. The roots. I mean, Jimmy Fallon, I don't know him, know him, but mm-hmm. I've been around him quite a few times. And you've been on the, the show, show quite a few yeah. times. Just a really cool dude, man. And, you know, if if he had an issue where one day he came in there and he went off, the, the pressure of being at the top all the time is tough, man. Mm-hmm. People don't know what it's like. If you look at the ratings one day and they down, they get daily ratings. 
that's a lot of pressure. And sometimes you come in there, man, and you ain't yourself. But then you got to come in there and be all bubbly, lovey-dubby. That ain't how this work, man. I like Jimmy Fallon. Everybody, you ain't got no, you don't work for the man. Just go on about your business, man. <laughs> Take your old ass somewhere and sit down. <laughs> so damn what he had a bad day. Like you ain't. <laughs> All right, and finally, Carla is here with some music news. What you got, Carla? Well, here we go. BET has announced the nominations for the 2023 BET. These are the Hip Hop Awards. Here's the nominations. 21 Savage and Cardi B. Love me some Cardi B. They led the nominations 12. 12 nominations apiece. Drake has nine nominations. Burna Boy, my jam, DJ Khaled, round out the top five with seven nominations each. Let's keep it going. J. Cole has six nominations. Koi, LaRae, yo song, Steve, about to catch another flight. Our girl, Glorilla, and Jay-Z, they are tied with five nominations each. I'm, Jay-Z is even nominated for Hustler of the Year. Yeah, he is. Also, <laughs> Let's see. I don't know why I ain't get that. <laughs> you, and Jay, you, you and Hove can share that one. Lil Uzi Vert, The Baby, Lotto, Kendrick Lamar, Megan Thee Stallion, each with three nominations. Here we go. 2023 BET Hip Hop Awards set to take live in the ATL on October 3rd, and it'll air the following week. All right. Thank you, Carla. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, Vice President Kamala Harris hosted a 50 years of hip hop celebration on her front lawn. Wow. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Vice President Kamala Harris hosted a big celebration for 50 years of hip-hop at her private residence on Saturday, and it was star-studded. Steve, of course, you were invited, but you couldn't attend because of a scheduling conflict. Um, Lil Wayne took the stage after his performance. He thanked the audience and the vice president. Then Lil Wayne said, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I am here. I know. <laughs> right? I know you can't, Weezy. I'm saying nothing. I can't believe it either. You're right. <laughs> there were close to 400 executives, politicians, journalists there. Too Short, Jeezy, Common, Fat Joe. Jeezy was recently on our show, by the way. Uh, Common, Fat Joe, Remy Ma, Slick Rick, Dougie Fresh, MC Light, and others performed on the front lawn. Vice President Harris and her husband Doug had their own VIP section in the back and they were up dancing during the concert. Uh, this is the first ever celebration like this for the administration and Vice President Harris addressed the impact that uh, hip hop has had on the world and its importance to the black community. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine? That was big. That was yeah, big. that was huge, right? I saw Dougie. He was out there sweating. I said, come on, Dougie, teach me how to Dougie. Dougie was out there getting it. MC Light was on stage. Uh -huh. Common. That, I bet you that was just a treat for yeah, everybody yeah. that was yeah. in attendance that the vice president, how uh -huh. they realize how important hip-hop is. Mm -hmm. to and, and she's from the Bay Area, so of course she's going to have two short there blowing that whistle. Blow the whistle, blow baby. The whistle. You better blow it. Girl, blow the whistle. <laughs> blow the yeah. whistle. And Steve, cool. you couldn't go, like I said, because of conflict uh, in your schedule. Well, you know, I was what they wanted me to do was uh, all what? of Weezy's hits. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you wanted. Really? <laughs> yeah, and I ain't know nothing but wee 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 wee. Okay. That's the only one I knew. So, uh, 
Yeah, you know the Carter. Yeah, I didn't know the Carter album. I didn't know that one. So I said, you know what? Y'all might have to try to call him. That's why he was surprised. Oh, oh, because you you originally. Oh, originally I was gonna do Weezy's hits, but then I I couldn't name two of them, so (laughs) that kind of threw me out the running for that. They wanted to see your set list. Uh Yeah, it's been a rough life for me not knowing hip hop that well. I'm gonna tell you that right now. (laughs) Well, it was big of her though to celebrate 50 years of hip hop and talk about its impact on the world and, of course, the black community. That's never ever been done before no i love it. i know yeah. her husband didn't know a song <laughs> <laughs> you think Steve didn't did. know who that was <laughs> yeah, well, no, um, <laughs> you know all right we're moving on coming up in 34 minutes after the hour a maryland police officer is suspended after he's filmed getting into the back seat of his police cruiser with his mistress while he's on duty Wow, we'll talk about that right after this. It would have been better off, dude. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, in a video that has now gone viral, a Maryland police officer named Francesco Marlette is seen kissing a woman that is allegedly his mistress, and then they climb into the back seat of his squad car together. According to the guy that recorded the video and released it on social media, Marlette and the woman stayed in the back of the squad car for about 40 minutes before getting out and going their separate ways. Mm -hmm. The alleged mistress told the New York Post that it was not a one night stand. She described it as a two year romance. Officer Martlett's wife, Paula, had harsh words for the alleged mistress and posted it on Facebook, telling the mistress to, quote, rot in hell, B. Okay. Mm. Officer Martlett was suspended and Internal Affairs uh, has launched an investigation into his actions. Wow. You know how tight it is in the back of that car? <laughs> no, we yeah. don't. We've never been. Yeah, <laughs> you have to turn car. your knees sideways. <laughs> And you, you know if Tommy, what? and you know if Tommy think it's tight, it's tight. <laughs> <laughs> Little bitty. I'm telling you right now, you got to turn sideways anyway, because you can't. Mm-hmm. It's hard to just sit back on them cuffs. Mm-hmm. I saw it. I saw the picture, the video. He had his uniform on, and he out there hugging her. I was like, yeah, hey, yeah. are you at work? I know. <laughs> what are you doing? It is some crime and, and, somewhere. And now, what is, ain't the officer white? Yes. Uh-huh. And the lady was black? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the picture yeah. I saw. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the same one. Yes. Now 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 the wife talking about right in hell. See, oh, I need a picture of the wife though. She's black. Oh, she black? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, suck it, suck it now. Oh, what? He got jungle fever. Yeah. <laughs> what, Junior? He got jungle fever. He got jungle fever. Yeah. Okay. Like a berry. Hey, 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 can you send me a picture of her, please? Full yeah, body, please. Monica says, full body, we may not have that. Oh, we got that. You got any oh, pictures of the back of the cruiser? Yeah. Well, well, you black, see that you on the video. It looks like they're in the park or quite something. Visible. You know, but you know the worst thing in all this is what? his suspension. Oh, yeah. Why? Well, he got suspended. Yeah. What do you say? That's horrible for him. Because now he just at, oh, the he's house. at the house. Oh, he got the hit at Oh, Lord. I'd rather be at work getting shot what's at. <laughs> what's happening at the house? Well, yeah, what's going on at the Man, house? Man, I'd rather be at work getting shot at, chasing down police officers, getting high speed chases. 
What is she? I'd rather be I'd rather be somewhere pinned down. In, in what is gun she battle. saying? Take the trash out. What is he saying? Oh, uh, you don't know the hell that's in that house right here. <laughs> with a sister? Oh, so you in the back seat with this heifer? I ain't never been in the back seat of the car. Yeah. And what what was y'all back there doing for forty minutes? Mm. Huh? Baby, we was just talking. You just a damn lie. You don't even know how to talk. Uh, oh, I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's it's some hell at his house. Mm. No, she done put him out, man. You think he's out? Yeah, yeah, he didn't got put out. So Where's he staying? I don't know. If he had his parents' house, he's staying in the back too. of that car. That's why he's staying there. <laughs> well, he, he can't say that. He's just well, well, can you see the crime? No. <laughs> well, let me give you a description of his wife. She has a ring, a, a, a hoop ring in between her nose. You know that little piece that mm-hmm. separates your nostrils? Mm-hmm. She got a hoop ring in there and two, and got her lip pierced top and bottom. And two piercings yeah. in her. So, two more piercings what that got to do her. with her husband cheating on her? Because she got some piercings. And two pierces. Both her nostrils is pierced, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at the picture, too. What are you saying? Oh, no. Oh, this is a crazy person. This oh, this is a full-blown crazy person. <laughs> what? Anytime you put all that in your face, stick all them holes in your face, you crazy. This is the he, he cheated on his wife. <laughs> no, hold yeah, up. Is this the wife this. or the mistress? No, you got the wife, the wife right there with the piercings. The one with the piercings is the wife. Right. Yes. The other she one in that black like dress. kind of like red twists, mm-hmm. locks. That's yeah. the wife. Yeah. He okay. is a type. Mm-hmm. Lock of the baby. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Lord. All right. All right. As <laughs> you mull over the picture. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, it is the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's today's live Strawberry Letter with me, Shirley Strawberry, and Steve Harvey. Uh, We'll talk about everything that's out there. Um, But right now, it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. Nephew, what you got? Well, a lot of cheerleaders out there. Y'all know that, right? A lot of cheerleaders. Football has started. Lots of cheerleaders. We got some... Past cheerleaders that were on this, that are on this show that used to be cheering. But this right here is called Bottom of the Pyramid. Mm. Bottom mm. of the Pyramid. Everybody can't be up top. Everybody mm. can't be up top. The flyer. Yeah. What's that, Steve? Mm. What's the moaning for? Somebody got to be the base. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know base. who you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ain't nobody finna throw you up, be down there trying to brace themselves. You already know that. Yeah. You quit asking your damn baby to be the one. No, no. Your baby the base. <laughs> Bottom of the pyramid. All foes, baby. Come on. <laughs> Ten people going to step on your back. You know. Come on. You ain't going to feel it. You be fine. That's it. Yeah. Bottom of the pyramid. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? 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 Yeah, can you hear me? I'm trying to reach uh, Angela. Angela. Hang on just a second. Let me turn it down. Okay, hi. Who are you trying to reach? I'm trying to reach Angela. Is this Angela? Oh, 
Yeah, this is Hi, Angela. This is Chip. Chip, I'm the uh, new camp director for the cheerleading camp for the summer. Oh, hi, Chip. What can I do for you? Just want to give you a courtesy call. Your daughter, you got her signed up for four weeks uh, with the camp, uh, right? Yep, for June. Okay. Yep. This is you guys' third year being a part of the camp? Yep, and she's really excited. She loves coming to the camp, and we think it's a great thing for her to be involved in. What's up? Okay, you guys just finished the whole cheerleading season, too. Am I right? The competition season? Yeah. Just coming oh. off of that. Right, right. Okay, well, we're getting ready for the summer. You know, everybody's excited about coming out and being a part of what's going on. So here's what I wanted to give you a, a little bit. Like I said, I'm the new camp director. I was uh, just starting uh, this job. I got a few notes that um, that were given to me about, um, about so I wanted to give you a call and see if I could talk to you about it. A few notes given to you about Yeah, just a couple what? notes. I don't think it's anything that we can't make sure uh, is okay. What, what kind of notes? Well, it's been brought to my attention that some of the parents whose daughters are out there as well, they're going to be there this summer, are a little concerned uh-huh. about her being uh, on top of the pyramid, that she's uh, is, is, is a little heavy. Should she? Uh, what? Wait, what wait, 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 ho, ho, ho. You calling me about some some other parents and saying about how big my child is or how much my child weighs? Is that what well, you calling what, me about? What, what I wanted to let you know is, is we're going to put as a, a base. Or oh, no, put her as a, as a, as a, oh, no, you ain't going to put no base. I don't already paid my money. And what you say your name is, Chip? And um, how long have you been the director? Because I was just up there two weeks ago, and they told me that she was going to be in the same position that she was last year because that is what worked. That's the formation that worked. So I don't even know what well, you're talking well, about. Well, supposedly the, some of the girls are complaining that she's too heavy to hold up. So that, that seems to be the problem in there. They're not getting a strong enough pyramid. And I'm going to Now, wait a minute. I, wait a, wait a, a minute. I know well, she ain't the biggest one out there. Have you been out there? My child is not the biggest child out there. When did I you start? Because I, obviously you like have I, not seen these children. Uh, it is some baby sumos, I feel. Okay, hang on a second. Angela, I want you to calm down a bit. No, no I ain't nobody going to calm down because I didn't already pay my money. And this that I be talking about. What parents? What parents and said something? Is it uh? Is it Carrie? Ma'am, I'm not. I'm not going to state who it is, but let's just say it was several. Who several are parents. these parents that's got something to say about my child and her position on the cheerleading squad? Because if you ain't finna fuck up no names, then I don't understand what you calling me about. I tell you one thing: when she get out there, I done paid my money. She better not be on no base. She better be in the air. I guarantee you that right now. I've been hanging okay. with these well, listen, all season, and Angela, ain't nobody Angela. said nothing to me about and her weight and all this. Okay, Angela, can you hear me? I just wanted you to hear me clearly. What I haven't you? seen these young ladies yet. Once I see them, I will critique what oh, I think. Well, you don't they... even need to be calling me because you ain't even seen nothing. So you calling me with some he said she's from some other parents that's been skinny and grinning in my face, and they now one of these said nothing to me. They done been in my house. We didn't have parties over here for this competition every weekend, every other day, and they couldn't say nothing to me about my baby? I tell you what, why don't you call your girls on the three-way, Mr. Chip? If you can't call them on the three-way, never mind, I got them numbers. I call them on the three-way. This okay, okay, okay. Look, ma'am, miss, here, all I wanted to do was make you aware of the possibility that she may be a black Well, thank you. You have made me aware, and I guarantee you that if I bring my big yellow up there and come to the practice, I guarantee you she won't be no base. How much you want to bet on that, Mr. Chip? Look, you're going to quit hollering at me. Now, I told you I would try to take a look at these girls, but I tell you what, your daughter's going to be a base or she's going to be a back support, whichever I decide she's going to do. Who in the 
Do you think you hollering at Mr. Chair? You that's you not how this is gonna go down. No, that's not how this is gonna go down. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Mr. Chip, are you at the registration table today? I'm 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 here now while people are registering. Yes, I am. Let me turn this around. I tell you what, I'm on my way up there. Why don't you and them parents that's been complaining? Why don't all y'all come to the table and we gonna have come to Jesus meeting about what gonna be for this coming up season? Because I'm not gonna tolerate this. I done told you. I done paid my money, and this high's going down. That's Gain weight. What what is it to you whether gain weight or not? What does that have to do with her cheerleading? Do you agree that probably bigger than most of the girls on the team? Not bigger than most of the girls on the team. Uh, Monique's daughter is bigger than and she wasn't no base last year. They hyped up up so she gonna get up too. We all just gonna be big and plump up in the air. I done turned around and I'm headed to your little before you get here, there's something else I need to tell you. You ain't got to tell me a thing. All you got to do is have you and the parents around that table when I get there because I'm on my way up there right now. Then y'all can say all y'all got to say in my okay, face. Okay, well, I want to, before you, get, before you get here, I just want to let you know. Oh, that this man, is, what? This is nephew Tommy from the Seahawks. Who this is on this phone? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you just say? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, <laughs> oh, be God! <laughs> oh Lord! Who was your Rochelle? There's another parent named Rochelle. She told me y'all are good friends out there. Oh, okay. she got. Oh, so she want to prank call, huh? All right, we're gonna see. The season start. My hotter daughter uniform. She ain't gonna be able to perform. A fat. We'll be looking for hers. How about that? Since I want to prank call me. Oh, man. Hey, let me ask you something, baby. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> None other than the Sarah Harley Martin Show. There you have it. Yeah. Oh, Bottom boy. of the pyramid, okay? Shout out to all cheer moms out there. My baby is a cheer captain. Go, mm. Tasha. Go. Yay, Tasha. Okay, no. <laughs> all cheer mommies, all cheerleaders, and all bases. <laughs> See, you can't, and y'all parents out there that's got these babies in cheer, stop wanting your baby to be the flyer. And, she, and your baby ain't got fly weight on them. Don't nobody want to toss your fat ass baby in the air and then have their baby down there with that look on their face like we got to try to hold this when it come down here. Kids down there looking scared because they done tossed her fat ass in the air and now here she come. Can't catch all that. You can't now we going to need new teeth. And don't nobody want to be in the eighth grade with dentures. <laughs> Gonna need new teeth or snap both my arms. What was that? Their arms broke. They tried to catch her fat ass, coach. No, 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 nobody's that, We need that net the fire department used to have. Remember that net the fire department? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can be a flyer if we are allowed to use trampoline. Thank you. Oh, God. All right. We throw you in there. We slide the trampoline in there. All right, uh, coming up next is the moment you've been waiting for, the live Strawberry Letter with me and Steve right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Well, Steve, uh, the time has come, so let's just get to it. We're going to address what's been trending. Well, Um, here's the deal. We decided to just address it since it's out there. You know, it's one thing when we're dealing with gossip, rumor, and hearsay. That's one thing. You know, uh, I've dealt with this for years. But when it's not gossip... And it, and it comes from, you know, a, a, a reliable source, you. I mean, then it, it turns into something different. And so, you know, we, all of this trending stuff and all this here. And so after some deliberation, uh, we got together. Now, here's the deal about this strawberry letter. I have no idea what Shirley's going to say. Uh, I told Shirley that it was up to her how she wanted to address it. You know, uh, I did go along with this as an idea. I'm not I'm not saying I didn't do that because we talked about it as a radio family and decided this may be the best way, you know, because it's not it's no longer rumor. It's no it's not gossip or, or anything. You know, this this is something that's really touching us all right now and so yeah this is not this is a strawberry letter and like you know i was you know being sarcastic when i did the tease last week the strawberry letter is i didn't know uh, the subject was i didn't know i was gonna be my own letter you know and which is true now oftentimes i joke about it because some of these letters sound like i was in it but this one is and so today uh the way I want it, I'm going to do it, Shirley. I'm going to just let you talk. Okay. Uh, I think it, to me, I think it's up to you to be as honest or revealing as you choose to be. Mm-hmm. You know, we can talk about uh, as much of it as you like. Uh, but I think it's an opportunity for you to say what you want to say and, and, and share your feelings on it. And then we'll have an exchange about it. Okay. All right. All right, Steve, I'm going to just start by saying that um, my estranged husband is in jail. Um, He's been in jail for over a year uh, since about the right after the 4th of July of 2022. And recently, some um, phone calls from last year between he and I were leaked. And uh, on those calls, you hear me saying um, you were winded going up the stairs at your home and um, Marjorie looks at us as the help. And right here and now, um, I want to apologize to you and Marjorie for what I said 
Um, as much as I wish I could, I can't take it back. I can't. I said it and, you know, I want to apologize. It was definitely um, not me trying to add to what you and Marjorie already have going on in your lives right now. Um, but the fact that these tapes were released, it does seem like everyone is coming to you, at, coming for you, I should say, at this time, including me. But in reality, the tapes have nothing to do with what you and Marjorie have going on. It was just me running my mouth in a private conversation or what I thought was a private conversation. And again, I apologize. I feel terrible. I make no excuses. You know, I, I, I said what I said and um, there's no denying it. There's no taking it back. Um, back then when the phone calls happened, I was trying to stand by my man, be supportive wife, you know, um, I've been married to this man for eight years. Um, I had no idea that all this was going on with him. I had no idea. And the charges that he's facing are horrific. They are really bad. Um, and um, I for sure did not want your name mentioned in any kind of way associated with my mess. So I had to call you. I had to tell you it was a hard call, a hard call for me to make. Um, but I called you. And um, I, I want to clear something up, Steve. Um, you did not introduce me to him. Um, I met him through a friend. Um, uh, I should say an ex-friend now. Um, anyway, so, so back to what I was saying. I had to tell you he was in jail. It was going to come out. I didn't want you to hear it from anyone else. I wanted you to hear it from me because I knew once the police and everyone, um, you know, got involved and they were already involved and they found out who his wife was and who she worked with and all of that, um, you know, and, and that's you, Steve Harvey. It would become, you know, a real big story because it's you, your name. And like I told you, Steve, when I called you, I didn't want to call you. I mean, I was embarrassed. I was hurt. You know, I, I felt so stupid and, you know, I felt betrayed, humiliated. You know, it, it was just terrible. I mean, I kept saying to myself, how is this my life? You know, police and jail and all of this. Um, it, it, it was just something that I didn't, you know, I'd never experienced anything like this. The police came, they took my car. Um, I was at the salon getting my hair done. They rolled up, took my car. Um, I had to have my stylist take me home. I had to move in with friends. I lost my house. I lost everything. Oh, and, and I, um, I have to tell you this too. Um, like on the day, July 4th, um, we were having dinner with friends and we were going to watch the fireworks after that. And so the fireworks didn't happen that night because it was like a terrible, terrible storm. So the fireworks got canceled. And um, when I look back, I, I see now that that was kind of a metaphor for what was about to happen in my life. The thunderstorms were coming. They were coming. Uh, the next day was the last time I saw him. He was arrested the very, very next day. Um, you know, I didn't even know he was arrested. I couldn't get in touch with him uh, later that day. 
Well, I'll tell you the rest later, um, how I got the phone call from jail and all of that. But um, we'll be back at 23 minutes after the hour with this live strawberry letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, we're back, everybody. And our strawberry letter this morning, as you can see, is a very, very real letter. Uh, I'm not going to interrupt it at this point. Shirley was going over some of the key points about how she discovered uh, the actions of her husband, the date that she discovered it. She's apologized for the things that were said uh, about uh, myself and Marjorie in the letter. I'm not responding right now. I'm allowing her to tell her story. Uh, I think it's important that a person tells their side of it because like I said earlier, this is not, this is no longer hearsay. This is not gossip or rumor. This is real life. So, Shirley, you can continue. All right. Um, so I, I was telling you how I found out that he was in jail. Uh, I got a call from the jail and, you know, I didn't answer it because I'm like, who would be calling me from jail? I looked at my phone like jail. Where'd this call? You know, it, it just didn't compute. Um, so I just ignored it. But he got word uh, to me through one of his friends. They texted me that he was at Fulton County Jail. So um, the next time he called, I picked up and that was him that had called earlier from jail. And you know, he told me what happened. I I thought he would be getting out in a couple of days because that's what he told me. But of course, you know, here we are a year later. Those days turned into weeks. The weeks turned into months. And like I said, I don't uh, this. This is just on and on every day. It's just something. And, and my life has just been a nightmare ever since. And it's still going on, Steve. I mean, I had no idea that those tapes would be released to the world. You know, I, I knew that they were being recorded, but I didn't know that they were going to go out to the world. I mean, I was just trying to make conversation with him, uh, trying to, you know, just get him to think about something other than where he was you know um i was telling him about my day this particular day and that was the the day we were talking about um you know uh on the phone when i i said those things about you and the the things that you heard and um the world heard um and cut to today um i haven't spoken to him in quite some time um divorce proceedings are underway and, and steve at this point all i could say is what I have is my faith. Um, if it wasn't for God, I probably would have, you know, lost my mind or something in, in this instance. Um, you know, people don't see what happens when these mics go off. Um, you know, who wants their personal stuff, their private conversations to go out to public? No one. No one wants that. I mean, what could I say to you after this, you know, happened? I, I was devastated. I, I mean, absolutely devastated. I mean, I thought of everything. You know, I could lose my job. I, you know, how could I face you? E everything. You know, what I'm going through is what I'm going through. You know, and I've been going through it for over a year. I just haven't spoken about it you know then on top of all that these tapes come out and oh, you know I'm talking about you and Marjorie and you guys are going through your own private hell right now you know you didn't need me to contribute to anything you know and, and I, I thought back you know because I, I I knew I had to say something speak on you created this created this term years ago in Los Angeles called reality radio. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is about as real as, as it gets, you know, um, 
Sure. And the reason I'm here before you now, I wanted to say it live on the radio, is because your name is in it. You know, we've been friends for a long time, Steve, and, and, and these jail calls were made public, and I wanted to give you and Marjorie a public apology and to ask for your forgiveness publicly. I, I, I just wanted to have a real moment with you. And, um, you know, I have to tell you, I've been coming to work every day because, you know, it's my only safe haven right now. It gave me a place where I could still be myself and forget my troubles for a little while, you know, and just, you know, do my job. You know, I, I want to thank you guys. I, I want to thank you, of course, Steve, Tommy, Junior, and of course, my girl, Carla, you know, for the space and the grace that you guys have shown me. Um, you know, this is a very difficult time in my life, is if you can imagine. You know, I, I just, I love you guys. We're family and I thank you. And I just want to thank everyone. I, I'm just trying to live. I'm sorry for what you and your wife are going through right now in your life. And, and I hate your names were dragged into my drama because you certainly don't deserve it. That's it. Well, Shirley, let me say this. First of all, what's happening to me and Marjorie, I'm, I'm going to address that. Uh, but let me say this, though. The, the devil is busy. The devil is busy. And the devil don't come for those he got. He sends those that he has. So now, with all this going on around us right now, what I do understand, though, see, this jailhouse conversation you had was last year in October 2022. But the devil know how to pile on at the right time. So this tape that was made in October 2022 gets released right right on the heels of all it is to just pile on some more and i i guess you say you know it was recorded because you know when you everybody get that phone call who ain't had that phone call fulton county we please know yourself phone call this phone call is being recorded we come back we'll address some more but this this strawberry letter look like it's about to be the nine o'clock hour so <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we're back, and uh, the strawberry letter has been extended because I think there's a lot that need to be said. Just to give you a brief recap, we opened up the floor for Shirley to tell her story, whatever she wanted to do. We didn't rehearse this. We didn't plan this. Shirley came out and apologized for the things that were said about myself and my wife. But I also realize and I know the timing of all this is important because this conversation she had with her estranged husband was in October of 2022. The tapes got released right now. So and then when you can throw my name on anything, because you look at all these stories, my, my name headlines the stuff. And so Shirley, when it came out, she called right away apologize and everything not and and so i understand that and shirley didn't want her mess to become our mess let me say this to you shirley we have known about this right after it happened but we can't get in nobody's marriage and just go girl what you doing how what you what you thinking what you we don't want to say nothing right they don't want to say nothing we don't want to talk because we didn't want to talk about it, and we wanted to create for you a space where you could come to work and have some moments, because I know what it's like. And you did. 
to get beaten and eaten alive. And so it, it became for us, let's just be there for her. And when you want to tell us, when you will tell us yeah. when you're ready. Now, good thing you had Monica, Mississippi Monica, who has been with you this whole ride. You did confide in her. So Monica would keep us posted, but until you wanted to invite us in, we were just left over here as a support system. And well, so we I were say, just, yes. I'm course. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but can I just say this? Is I, I look at you guys as my family, you know? We, we all are family. You know, a lot of times we, we, there was a time when we saw each other more than we saw our actual families. And, you know, it was just so hard for me to, 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 I'm, a, I'm a private person, you know, but we all have our stuff. We talk off afterwards. We're friends. We're all that. It was just hard for me to bring this particular thing up. I, I was just so embarrassed, you know, and humiliated. And I, I just felt like a fool. I felt so stupid. And, you know, I, I, I couldn't. I, it's not that I didn't want to talk about it. I, I just couldn't find the words. And that's the honest to God's truth. I just couldn't come to you guys you know if you had come to me i would have opened up but I, you know i understand but i just i couldn't it was too much it was just too much for me at that time you know okay surely we get it hang on uh this strawberry letter has been extended this is important y'all we'll be back with more of the steve harvey morning show right after this you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We're back on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, we've been addressing it all. Now, I don't want to spend too much time on the recap because we got so yeah. many things to go over. But if you've been listening, you've been listening. If you haven't, then you just got to get bought up to speed. We're on the iHeart app. You can play it all day long. You can hit this whole interview. Shirley opened up with the apology to me and my wife. And uh, I, I was wanted to make you all aware of the timing of it. You know, uh, my wife... And me, we've been getting beat up for the past two weeks. But when 
when something like this happens, you know, we our motto has always been to never address bloggers. Right. And we don't right. we don't give it no room or steam. No life. No, no, nothing. Because we know who we are and we know whose we are. And so we don't we don't address bloggers. When this came out, it's a little bit different because it's not gossip, rumor or, or malicious lie. It came from the inside circle because we are inside circle. We are family. And so when it came out, you know, Marjorie is on baby watch right now. We got another grandchild coming and the baby's due any minute. So Marjorie's over there on baby watch. She's just doing grandmama duties. And Marjorie don't really get into all this right here. And so I didn't really, you know, look, I'm so used to getting beat up. But I didn't know how Marjorie was feeling about everything that's out there. Because these these bottom feeders are just beating my wife up. And even though we've made a conscious effort and we said we're not going to address it, I'm I'm tired of it. And so when this came out, this how the devil worked. I'm going to pile it on. I'm going to go get somebody that worked for me. Because one more time, God don't come. God, the devil don't come for those he got. He sends the ones he has. So now I'm going to get me a government employee that needs some money that work in Fulton County. I'm going to get a hold of him. I'm going to release these tapes. I'm going to get him to need a little bit of money. I'm going to give it to this female blogger and she's going to get a little bit of money. And now I'm going to soak them. But the timing of it was ugly because of everything else that's going on right now. And, 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 and it made it look like Shirley was piling on. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't her intent, but it happened. It, like, I, like I say, I understand. What I'm the part I'm coming with now is because it done got it's been so ugly for my wife, man. And see, this is what I've never done before. It's been so ugly for my wife, and I've stood there trying not to say nothing. But I'm not a blog. We, me, Shirley, Carla, Tommy, Mississippi Jr., we ain't a blog. We're a real media platform. And I don't know if you all know what it's like to wake up every morning that we get up and our job and mission is to brighten your day. And it don't matter how dark our day is. We got the job to be the morning show. And we got to put on the show. And Tommy come in here. With, with with Junior coming here off a crisis with sickle cell. Tommy coming here with bad news. Tommy get hit with cancer. Shirley going through her life right here. G- Carla got a whole family over here. Everybody got crosses to bear. But we got to come in here anyway, and we got to be the morning show. In spite of what's happening in our life, when it ain't funny or fun or inspirational or motivational or informative at all, we just in here trying to make it. So I get it. So what I'm about to do now is clear up a few things. And, and, and you know, the comment that came out, it was untimely. You know, but that's why we don't have people in our house. That's why we don't, well, that's, 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 that's why a whole lot of stuff we don't do. But when I come back, we'll be back. And 
my fat wheezing ass are straightened all this out. Stop. I said I was sorry. I'm but sorry. I just want to be clear about concerned. that. I just want my fat wheezing ass going up these steps. No, no, I don't no. be back. I'm not going to let that You were winded, though. Well, you, you sorry all you want. Hell, that's what I heard. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. And um, this morning we've been dealing with everything. So I hope you've been up because... Uh, I, I'm not going to recap because it takes too much time. Uh, my wife and I talked about this and I prayed about this and Marjorie told me, Steve, drop it, let it go. But I see my wife's face and I see the pain she's been in. And she ain't just been in this pain for two weeks. She's been in this pain for 17 years with me. And so now what I want to do right now, I want to tell you something about my wife. Because we sitting up in here and we dealing with stuff and that y'all just printing lies and rumors and the viciousness of it is what I'm finna talk about. Now, let me tell you something. Normally, we don't care nothing about your blogs and all this here. But I'm really tired of y'all, man. And you know the sad thing behind all of this? The majority of these blogs, they black people. The very people that we try to uphold and uplift the most, what all of our foundation is about, about saving and changing the lives of young black people. And then it's the black bloggers that's the nastiest when it comes to all of us. And that's that's the part I want to I want to get at. And then I'm going to let it go because after today, ain't no more. After today, there will be no more. So when we come back, we'll be more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm so sick of this strawberry letter. We'll be right back. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back. Here's the deal. I'm going to do a list of facts. My wife asked me not to do it because she said, Steve, all them haters going to do is flip anything you say in reverse. Well, you're doing it anyway. And you all there just lying about my girl. And you're tearing away at her character. And I don't like what you're doing to her. I don't like the timing of this jailhouse release because it just seemed like it added more and it came from the inside. I'm tired, but she gots to be tired. The woman I married is a good woman. She the best thing ever happened to me. She's God-fearing. She's loyal. She's faithful. And she's a kind and loving person. I don't care what nobody said. And y'all quit talking about she was in my other marriage and ruined it. She didn't. She was nowhere around that. My marriage, I got divorced in 2005. My marriage was over when the Kings of Comedy was out. Y'all ain't know that though, did you? It was over then. It took us this long to get to the divorce. That's when the uh, official paperwork came out. But in 2005, let me help you to something. I had nothing. I lost the radio show we were on in LA on March 23rd, and I lost the only TV show I had May 10th. Steve Harvey had no money. Got with Marjorie again on uh, New Year's Eve met her, talked to her. She was with her kids in Hawaii. We got together in 2006. We had nothing. She didn't marry into no lap of riches. I had nothing. When I asked her to marry me at the end of 2006, and I and then she said she wanted to get married in 2007, I sold her too soon. I, I got to get some stuff together. She said, what? I said, baby, I ain't really got nothing. I'm trying to build. She said, I'm going to get in there and build with you. 
We got married in 2007. Do you know what I was doing in 2007? Nothing. We had four stations in 2005. Four. We built this. All of us built this. We had four stations. We turned this into something. But that woman got down in that foxhole with me and turned this into something. In 2007, we got married. In 2008, we found out that somebody had stolen seven years of my tax returns. I ain't going to mention no name. And we owed the government $22 million and we in debt. But then guess what? She stayed with me in that. Then guess what? In 2009, I got Family Feud. In 2009, the book came out. In 2012, the talk show came out. I'm telling you, this woman got in the hole and built this with me. She didn't steal nothing. And I'm tired of y'all talking about my girl. Because my girl is one of the best women I've ever met. And why you black ass people out there got these blogs like you just going to destroy somebody? I don't really know what that's about. But don't worry about it because it ain't working. Because all we are now, we are a tighter two-handed circle. Thank you for doing that. And you're not going to split us up. And we're not going nowhere. And she is none of what you said she is. And she the best chick I know. Now, I'm defending her. And you can feel how you want to feel about that. That's the God in me. But now, listen, let me give you one piece of Steve Harvey. If I see your ass. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, we're back. This is the end of the show. It's been a, <laughs> it's been a morning. I'm proud of you, Shirley. I really am. Yeah, Shirley, I'm, I'm proud, proud of you. Of you. We love it you, takes Shirley. a lot of strength and a lot of courage to do what you did to be transparent like this, Shirley. You tell your story. Don't let other people tell your story. In our journey in life, we all make mistakes. Shirley, we all make mistakes. And yeah. we have to. you have to keep asking God to guide your steps. Mm-hmm. Do you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? For sure, yeah. Can I say this? Yeah, man. We family, and we got family members. There's not a moment that I ain't got on Steve nerves and he said and he in a private conversation with somebody else you know what time they got on my damn nerve today it's not like we haven't said things that we just say you know what the junior got on my damn nerve I'm, I'm sick of junior ass it, I said that to somebody I've said we've, the same thing we've, Tom. you know I what I'm saying this it, morning before I came to work actually Tommy getting on your nerves you said it before you opened the mic all these damn pictures he's sending lord ooh <laughs> another fish. you know man uh <laughs> Carla's right. Tommy's right. Nobody wants their private thoughts brought Come on, man. Nobody. Do you know what would happen if any of us had our private thoughts and private conversation aired? Lord, yeah, I do. We wouldn't have no damn... We wouldn't have a morning show. Y'all wouldn't be... Y'all show wouldn't have a job out there. I, I just think that everybody... We don't live in a world that's forgiving anymore. Not at all. We don't live in a kind world anymore. We live in a fallen world. But we do have a lot of huge fans on this show. 
And we do understand that there's a lot of people who love us. The problem, and I've said it a hundred times, is hate is louder than love. But love is stronger. And we all going to have to learn that lesson. And as, and as much as I want to get out there and change things, and as much as I wish people would stand up and back me more, that ain't the world we live in. We live in a social media climate, and everybody's idea is to tear somebody down to get clicks. Hmm. And we're just not going to sit here and let you click this sister's life away. And I'm not going to sit here no longer and let you destroy my wife's image and character. It's hard. And we need each other to support each other to show love. Now, look, man, do I expect this to change anything? Probably not. But you know what? At least it feel good to say your piece. Sometimes, yes. man, yeah. you yes. just want to be able to say your side of it. That's to that. tell your damn story, your truth. Now, are they going to twist it? Yes. Yes. Are they oh, going to yeah. try to flip it and use it against you? Yes. yes. But I got news for you. Isaiah 54, 17 is real. It's the word of God. And I don't care what you do, what God got for me, what God got for you, what God got for Shirley. Ain't nothing you can do about it. What God got for Carla, yeah. what God got for Junior, for Tommy, for Monica. There's nothing you can do about it. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. You know what's really crazy, man? Do you know really how YouTube and all this stuff works? Do you know how many tens of thousands of clicks you have to get to make three to five cents? Do you know how many millions of views you got to have to make thousands of dollars? But here what happened. When y'all jump on that danger damn down trail and you post your video, what y'all do to each other is y'all cannibalize each other. So if y'all would just leave that one video, everybody would have to go there to see it. And that person could profit. But no, y'all take it like y'all did your music and you spread it on your site. Now a person can go anywhere and get it. Now, guess what? Now ain't nobody getting a million views. So don't nobody profit. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And I just wish, man, that we as a people would get out the hate business because the hate business don't pay. I don't know if y'all been watching real close, but if you look at anybody out there that's been in the hate business, that don't look real good right now. I don't know if you noticed that. Listen, y'all, there's a, a motivational speaker named George White. And this dude, he released something that has kept me. And I play, I play it to myself every day. I'm gonna play this. This is George White, a motivational speaker. God chose you. So you're gonna have to fight more. You're gonna have to do more. You're gonna have to overcome more. But you're gonna receive more. You're gonna receive more. You who your bloodline been waiting for. And God chose you because he know he can trust you. He know he can trust you. He know you will keep faith when things go bad. He know that you won't retaliate when people do evil against you. He know that you won't be conformed to this world, but you'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind, by the renewing of your mind, because you chose it. Big dog. That's the God I serve. That's the God we serve. Shirley, you're our girl, you're our family. All is forgiven. We come into work. Tommy? One more, one more thing real important, Shirley. Yes? At least you don't have to cook no more, you know? <laughs> 
That's you know what I'm saying? Sure. Everything she said. That's what you know what I'm saying? Sure. She don't have I mean, to you ain't got to cook no more, sure. Sure. Look at the bright side. There's a silver line. Put the pots and pans up, sure. <laughs> well, I, I just uh, want to say, you know, thank you guys for letting me finally get that out. I, yes. I've been holding it in for quite Love some you. time. Yes, yeah. Thank you guys. That's all I can say. And Steve, to you, thank you, of course, for not firing me. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't worth losing no job over. I had way worse stuff happen to me. But you know it did. I just found out my fat wheezing ass had oh, to just do, do some though. cardio, that's all. Oh, I'm already got me. this guy. Hey, 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 you forgot. That's an old ass tape. <laughs> you ain't seen me. I'm so fly right now. All right, y'all. Hey man, y'all keep talking to God. We love you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially step up like a boss and save the day or see what life's like under the tree of life did you if you could would you when we come through it's true magic because we came to play bring the magic at walt disney world resort i'm katia adler host of the global story over the last 25 years i've covered conflicts in the middle east political and economic crises in europe drug cartels in mexico now i'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it join me monday to friday to find out what's happening why and what it all means follow the global story from the bbc wherever you listen to podcasts hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.